You are listening to a Stat Media Group production. This is Cargo Masterminds presented by Cargo One. This is an exclusive one-to-one weekly interview series with leaders from the world's leading air cargo and logistics companies. It is Monday and it is time to catch up with the new Cargo Mastermind with your host, Reggie John. Founded in 2006, Indigo is among the fastest growing low-cost carrier in the world. With its fleet of 330 plus aircraft, the airline is operating 2000 plus scheduled daily flights and connecting 80 plus domestic destinations and 30 plus international destinations. Under its reassure, develop and create growth strategy, Indigo has huge ambitions for the future. With an industry-leading order book of nearly 1,000 aircraft, it aims to double its size by the end of the decade and continue to build its domestic and international network. Cargo is an integral part of Indigo's business. In November 2022, Indigo began freighter operations with its first A321 converted freighter. Indigo has three converted Airbus A321 freighters. It is operating the cargo planes on domestic and short-haul international routes, complementing the wider cargo network supported by its fleet of passenger aircraft. As per the data made public by the Director General of Civil Aviation, or DGCA, Indigo has carried over 222,000 tons of cargo in the first eight months of financial year 2024, that is from April to November 2023. Indigo has very ambitious plans to grow its cargo business. To discuss Indigo's cargo plans, I have with me Mark Such, Chief Commercial Officer for Cargo at Indigo, in today's episode of Cargo Masterminds, presented by Cargo One. Mark joined Indigo in March 2023. Mark has over 25 years of experience in the airline business across numerous geographies and verticals. Before joining Indigo, Mark had a 25-year career with Cathay Pacific Airways that included leading the commercial side of the airline's cargo division. Between his career at Cathay Pacific and joining Indigo, Mark was Chief Commercial Officer for the startup airline CMA CGM Air Cargo. Mark joins me from Indigo headquarters in New Delhi. Mark, welcome to Cargo Masterminds. Such a pleasure to have you. Thank you, Reggie. Always a, always a pleasure to see you. Mark, uh, bring us up to speed uh, with the recent changes in the cargo structure at Indigo, from a separate roles for domestic and international cargo into one combined role, both for domestic and international cargo. What does that indicate of Indigo's vision for cargo in the future? Okay, Reggie, I think you know, to answer that, it's, it's worth looking back, as, it, as you've stated a little bit about the history of Indigo. Uh, founded in 2006, uh, only 17 years young. I think we should say, um, Indigo started accepting cargo about two years after it started its passenger operations. If you fast forward to today, there's been a lot of changes in the last 18 months with regard to cargo business. And two of them in particular have been, as you rightly pointed out, the introduction of freighter aircraft, the A321 converted freighter, but also wide body passenger operations. We have two flights a day between India and 
Turkey, Istanbul, one from Delhi, one from Bombay, operated by 777 aircraft. So if you take the freighter business plus the wide body uh, passenger aircraft, you can understand we've moved from a bulk loading type of cargo to palletized cargo for the first time. So when that was introduced, I think, um, you know, it was felt that we really needed to concentrate on, on that particular part of the business. You know, a lot of investment was made in the freighters. Um, and obviously with the 777, you get great capacity. So that's what's happened. I, I came on board. The reality is, however, if you look at the Indigo business, there's a massive synergy between amazing domestic network we have here in India, which is, um, as you said, over 80 destinations, right? And of course, the synergy with the international business. Um, and as we looked at it, we felt that it was important to bring those back together. So we've had the learning now and the introduction of the freighter, 777, and now we've got the, you know, the domestic piece, Reggie. And even on that piece, we're really looking at how we can integrate freighter domestically. And you will have seen recently, we've started flights to Guwahati. Uh, we had a flight recently to Hyderabad, and we intend to grow that more uh, as time goes on. Mark, what was your brief to you when you joined Indigo or decided to join Indigo in March 2023? And has the brief changed uh, with a change in your role? Uh, and what is your vision for Indigo's cargo business? Okay, well, look, yeah, you, you alluded to um, to my previous career when I was um, at Cathay, obviously. Um, a big network carrier, a very significant freight of fleet, very significant wide-body fleet. I think it was that experience that was bringing me to Indigo. Um, as I mentioned to you, we've introduced the freighter. Uh, we now have the two 777s operating between India and Istanbul. Um, and with that, my brief was to to get that up and running. Uh, and like any brief from any, I think any CEO, it's, it's to grow the business. You talked at the beginning about Indigo's strategy. Um, a part of that create strategy is a renewed focus on cargo. Um, so that's really part of my brief, is to make these, these assets work, to grow the business. Um, having said that, you know, we've built a very strong domestic cargo business up the last 17 years. So really, it's how we, we bring all of this together and to take it forward and keep growing. Can you give us a sense of your available annual cargo capacity and in FY 2023, how much cargo did Indigo carry in the bellies of your passenger network? And in the two freighters, one of them actually you started operating in November 2022 in the same fiscal. You know, when it comes to narrow body aircraft, it's very, very difficult to calculate capacity. Um, and I would challenge anyone to do that very accurately compared to a wide body fleet. Uh, the reason being that narrow body aircraft by default are very, very sensitive to the available payload. You have, you know, passenger, your route, weather on a particular day. It can really change your payload from, you know, one to two tons as much in a in a day, which is 100% change or 50% change. So in terms of capacity, I think it's better we actually just look at, you know, what we carry. Um, and that's that's the figure I, I look to. In the year, we've carried 308,000 um, tons in that uh, in financial year 2023. On the freighters, you talked about the freighters. We've actually got three operating now with Indigo, A321 converted freighters. Uh, to date, the freighters uplifted just over 8,500 tons, uh, which I think is an impressive number. Um, obviously, we've got a way to go. But um, yeah, in terms of capacity, very difficult, um, Reggie, obviously, because of the narrow body nature to give you the available capacity. We also have the 777s. As you know, the, the 777-300ER uh, is a phenomenal uh, aircraft when it comes to cargo. Um, and for us, we, we're getting very good capacity on that. Anyway, we have the available cargo carried for the first eight months of FI 2024, which I said about it's uh, over 222,000 tons. Uh, and you said for FI 23, it uh, was over 300,000. Uh, when you look at FI 24, um, uh, what do you think uh, will be the cargo volume carried uh, 
is there a chance that you will cross the the figures of FY2023? Yeah, I think I think in a nutshell, yes. Um, you know, based on current trends, uh, we've still got a few months to go. Uh, we're looking to get to about three hundred fifty thousand tons for the financial year, which is you know a, a good ten percent growth, which is what we're sort of expecting. I think over the coming years as well. Mark, how well utilized are your two, in fact, three freighter assets? Obviously, we took delivery of these just under a year ago. I'm delighted to say that in December, yeah, we operated 138 freights uh, across our freighters. The third freighter came in November. So December, we had a very strong start to the, to the month, obviously to pay a bit off towards the end, as it doesn't freighter business globally with, with yeah, the post-Christmas effect. But that was 138 freighters. And I'm delighted to say they're going to, you know, destinations both east and west. It's an aircraft that we've had in service now for, for less than a year, but we're starting to get to, to know how to use them. The other thing is, you know, I would, as they say that, you know, many people, when they think of Indigo, they don't necessarily think about freighters. So we've had to get the awareness out there um, and to prove that we can operate them well with a service level that is as good as I think we have on our passengers. I think you were the best person suited to answer a question on uh, freighter operations. Um, you operated your part of Cathay, uh, operating some of the biggest birds. Uh, but what is your evaluation of your freighter network in the current market environment of falling yields and dropping rates? And what is your plan for freighters? Is there an opportunity for freighter operators to operate their assets efficiently and profitably in a market like India, in the, at least in the domestic market? Yeah, I think, look, we'll talk about domestic and international. If, if you look at India, uh, it's a market I know well because, you know, I was based here five years, as you know, at Cathay. The figure is about 80% of import-export air cargo is carried by non-Indian carriers. That's very much a result of the makeup of the, the domestic fleets of, of Indian-based carriers, you know, predominantly narrow body, very few freighters. But what that tells me, is there's a lot of potential here for us. Um, you know, we've invested in these freighters, having had a very successful um, cargo experience, I guess, during COVID, it was obviously very tough for the passenger business, but you know, as well as I do, our cargo, you know, kept many airlines going and people started to understand the importance of air cargo when they previously hadn't really seen it. So I'm, I'm very bullish about, about what we can do in India, certainly international, right? I think there's a rebalancing that can be done there. And, you know, we're, we're already playing a part in that with our freighters that we've had, you know, recently serving between Vietnam, Hong Kong to India. We have, we have operations into the Middle East uh, and a few other in the region. Domestically, you know, we're now putting a new focus on that. We haven't um, been really doing much in the domestic market with the exception of um, some charter work for specific customers. Um, however, we're re-looking at that fleet now and how we integrate the international piece with our domestic bit. As I mentioned earlier, you know, we've started operations into Guwahati now, which I think is interesting. It's a very powerful base in the Northeast. And we see potential there. We've started operations in, into Hyderabad as well. Uh, and we intend to try and build these into scheduled services going forward. Mark, how bullish are you on India and its air cargo potentials? Uh, what do you think will help freighter operators in India to be really successful? Well, yeah, Reggie, I'm bullish on India full stop. So that's, that's a good sign. In a country that I think is growing as fast as, uh, as India is, um, air freight plays a, a vital role. Aviation in general plays a vital role, but my piece is air freight, and I'm very bullish on it. The, the challenge, I think, that... Um, we have in the, in the cargo business and operating freighters in particular is the imbalance between flows. There's a lot of imports coming in from the east into India, but not a lot of export going to the east. Likewise, to the west, there's quite a lot of export and not a lot of imports. So it's trying to manage those balances. If you look at um, many freighter operators that come into India, they're doing it as a bit of a stop on the way to somewhere. So they're kind of part loads going on. For us, it's a little bit more difficult. It's predominantly certain fourth freedom traffic flows, mainly as a result of our network. So, so for me, that's a challenge. 
Uh, but that's a challenge I have. And it's not, I think, a challenge that the Indian market has in general, which is that, you know, there is going to be great growth in this market going forward. Um, you know, post-COVID, we all hear about the China plus one strategy. India will certainly be a benefit of that. And as far as we're concerned, you know, Indigo's got a long-term vision. We've taken these traders on because we believe that the growth in what we've seen in, in, in India the last few years is going to continue. And so for me, you know, I'm bullish. We talk a bit about the market at the moment. Yeah, we've gone through a really tough two years in cargo, and we know that post-COVID, there was a real COVID sort of, uh, I guess, a real hangover afterwards in terms of rates and, and sort of available tonnage out there uh, in terms of demand. Having said that, you know, I think I read it earlier this week that November figures that I put out, there was an 8.2% growth in global tonnage, which is fantastic. It, it shows a, a bit of a bounce back. I mean, some of that is obviously different growth rates in different regions. And I'm not saying South Asia is necessarily the strongest, but I think we're coming out of a very tough two years. And we, you know, to me, there is some light at the end of the tunnel. And, uh, you know, we tend to be part of, well, we very much tend to be part of that growth story going forward. Mark, I want you to focus a little more on your two B777 passenger aircraft flying to Istanbul from Mumbai and Delhi. Are you able to maximize the capacity with the cargo loads uh, on a regular basis? Yeah, look, to me, they've been a really fantastic success story. I, I when I started in, in Indigo back in March, we just started operating these flights. Um, and to us, this was completely new. This concept of having pallets on a wide-body passenger aircraft, Indigo, before that, as all narrow-body. So I think the team that, uh, that introduced it have done a great job. We're doing very, very well on it. It's obviously subject to the payload that we get. They're very high-density aircraft. Therefore, there's a big bag baggage component. We're getting, on average, I'd say from Bombay, 10 and plus tons of flight of available capacity. And from Delhi, uh, a little bit more, about 15 tons. So um, yeah, look, they're very much an integral part of our, of our cargo strategy at the moment. And I think we're making the most of it. It's been new selling for us, Reggie, because you know, as a domestic operator, we've been mainly dealing with domestic customers. We're now entering that space of multinational forwarders, working with them, getting them to understand that we have these aircrafts. I mean, a lot of people probably aren't aware of it at the moment, right? But we're, we're putting ourselves out there and we're getting some really good momentum, which, which for me is, uh, is a real pleasure. Mark, in your uh, earlier answer, you mentioned about the trade imbalance. Uh, so there is a lot of um, import coming in from East and there is a lot of export going into the West. But when it comes to uh, specific commodities, India is known for pharma, perishables and e-commerce cargo, both domestic and international. How close are you to developing specific air products for these key cargo commodities? Uh, uh, what are your key priorities and where will investment go in developing such products? Well, look, I'll, I'll start by saying I think products are a very, very important attribute for, for air cargo. And uh, we've seen that. And, and many of the world's top leading cargo airlines do a fantastic job in that space. It's a little bit of chicken and egg, though, because to develop a product, I think you really need to have the right capacity. Uh, and that's not necessarily hold, you know, bulk loading capacity. It's, it's the the freighter capacity, which we now have, and the palletized cargo, because a lot of these um, products you look at, whether it's you know heavy, DG, or pharma, it tends to to favor operators that, that operate skid cargo, you know, pallet, pallet cargo. So we are working on it, and I see it as something very important. By default, actually, you know, we do actually carry quite a few products, and we, we categorize our products internally here at Indigo, and we offer a product, particularly in the domestic market. So about 13% of our domestic traffic is, is perishable. 13% is actually e-commerce. And the way in which we measure that is we're working with e-commerce customers, okay? So it's it's not that we have an end-to-end e-commerce solution, something, again, we will be working on, but it's, it's the, the customers we're working with, and we know that they're providing us e-commerce. 
Uh, when it comes to pharma, it's it's probably about seven and a half thousand pounds a year. It's only two percent of our business. Um, again, I would say that most of the pharma business, particularly the high end non generic drugs, um, tend to favour skid cargo, um, and we're we're working towards these products. And uh, and as a business grows. I have to say it's a very vital part of something we must do to make sure we complete that strategy of taking Indigo's cargo to the next level. How close are you to building partnership and interline agreements with carriers from around the world to ensure that your customers have access to capacity through a reliable and a global network? We are growing up partnerships. On, on the airline side, is on the passenger side, as you know, we have many uh, interline uh, partners and co-chair agreements. In cargo, it works differently. Um, they're not such, you know, deep coaches as it were, but interline agreements. I think probably the most obvious one to, to our customers is the uh, the relationship we have with Turkish Cargo. Uh, that's as a result of our, um, our wet lease operation that we have with Turkish and our co-chair that we do, uh, again, as I said, on the 777. Um, so that's going well. Um, and other other partnerships we've signed up, I'm, I don't want to name specific airlines because these, these agreements tend to have a, a, a level of confidentiality about them. But I'm very much of the, I guess, of the believe that partnerships are very important, um, you know, both here on the domestic side where we have, uh, Reggie, 26 bonded stations where we work with a lot of airlines who contend uh, cargo in an offline position that they have or an offline call that they have in India, clear their customs. We can bring it to their gateway in Delhi or Mumbai or Bangalore or Chennai, and then they can take it from us to, to wherever it may be in Europe or the United States. So that's another key part of it. It's not so obvious as it's a partnership, but a lot of partners are using us uh, for that domestic uh, part of the business, which um, which I think is a unique, a very unique uh, strength that we have at Indigo Cargo. Mark, what is your reading of the Indian aviation and air cargo infrastructures build up to reach the 10 million tons annual cargo throughput by 2030, which is an ambitious target? You've asked me this question before, Reggie, I think at a conference. It's a very ambitious target. Um, I think domestically now we're just under we're about three quarters of a million tons, 750,000 tons uh, all airlines combined from the, you know, the uh, the figures that come out from the DGCA. International, I think, again, um, from the figures I've seen, it's about one and a half million tons of which we, as Indigo, are very small. You know, we're growing our international. We're probably only about 2% of that. Uh, you add that together, we're short of 3 million tons. Um, we've got six or seven years to go. It's an ambitious target, but we like ambitious targets. And uh, we'll certainly do our bit to try and make sure India uh, and the aspirations of the country in terms of that uh, that throughput is reached. The global air freight uh, market is going through a very challenging time because of various factors, which includes uh, that of global macroeconomic factors, which are constricting demand and making cargo yield fall very sharply. What is your assessment of the current market conditions and what do you think is their impact on Indigo? Current market positions, you know, as I touched on earlier, there, there's the last report which is valid for November, that came out from IATA this week, there was some uh, some bright signs. Um, we had, November had a growth of 8.2%, I think it was, of of demand, um, of, of tonnage carried globally. Uh, as, a, as I said you know, before, it's um, it's regionalized, it's, it's different levels. It's been very, very tough. In my in my sort of 25 years of, of the business, of which a good bit of that has been in cargo, I think, you know, I think what we've seen in the last 18 months or so has probably been the lowest I've ever seen. Um, therefore, I'm, I'm pretty bullish going forward. That said, um, you know, th th this business is is very susceptible to what's going on around the world. And, you know, recently we've got um, mini crisis, I, I guess, in the Red Sea and the Suez. Some ocean companies, uh, 
you know, uh, deciding to, to avoid that area. Panama Canal's got its own issues. So let's see, you know, there's, there's often a correlation between these issues and, and air cargo. Sometimes air cargo can, can benefit from them um, and, and can help sort of, you know, uh, ease supply chains where they're not usually doing it. But overall is the market. I, I feel we've, we've bottomed out and the things are going to um, look better in what I think is a, a let's you know, assume, Reggie, a fairly normal world environment. Let's see. And uh, Mark, finally, what is the outlook for 2024? How promising or depressing is it going to be for the air freight industry and for cargo operators? And that now that you have three freighters, um, I'm sure that all the three freighters are deployed and it's operational. And do you think that you can, you would like to have more freighters? Okay, so going forward, you know, first of all, let, let's take India. I'm super positive about India, and that's that's where we're sitting. In, in Indigo is is very much part of of the success story, I think, of India. So I'm, you know, I'm going to look very glass half full for for us and for for the country in general. You know, that said, I, I heard a very interesting stat, Reggie, that in 2024, about half the world's population are going to have a general election of some form. And you think about it, you've got elections here in India, you've got them in Brazil, Mexico, US, Russia. I mean, Indonesia, it's a phenomenal year for, for world politics. That sometimes can have a link to what happens in world trade, uh, you know, the sensitivities between the two. But from where I sit, and I'm, I'm lucky to be sitting, you know, in India at the moment, which is a real uh, story of growth, and I think is going to be one for many years to come. So I'm, I'm bullish about that. As far as Indigo is concerned, you know, we have the three freighters. We don't have plans for additional freighters at the moment. We constantly review our business. Uh, the deployment of the freighters um, has been picking up over the last year. As I said, in December, we operated 138 flights. Um, I think if we, you know, when we reconnect, probably in a few months, somewhere here in India, I'll be able to tell you some good stories. We've got lots of plans. Uh, and I think if you look at our freighters over the next few months, you'll see their utilization um, rapidly increasing as we as we sort of learn and well, learn how to use them better, I guess, in, in a way by engaging with with our customers and making sure we have you know the right solutions. They have the faith that you know Indigo Cargo is as good as we are on the passenger side, which is you know we have phenomenal network, we're value driven, and you know most importantly we have a great on-site performance. India by Indigo, India by Indigo Cargo. Mark, thank you so much. Uh, such a pressure to have uh, this conversation with you for Cargo Mastermind Series. Uh, all the best to you and to your team. Thanks, Reggie. Thanks very much. Take care. That was Mark Such, Indigo's Chief Commercial Officer for Cargo. That's it from us at Staff Media Group. We bring Cargo Masterminds every Monday. Thanks for tuning in. And come back next Monday for a fresh episode.